of our strength the strength of our life our hope and our joy we have woken up again to a new day he is still the one We exalt you, O oh God, for making us among the living again today. to us.
Just want to return all the glory to you, all the glory, all the glory. about all the things he has done for us i mean even just waking up today to see another day is something to be grateful for we cannot but just say thank you lord for making us to see another day good morning good morning it's friday yay many of us are happy i'm also happy <laughs> yes it's friday finally hmm, much is going small small loom today is the 12th of march 2021 which is friday and the topic we'll be looking at today is a city of paradoxes. Our text today is Jeremiah 22, verse 1 to 12. I read, but before I read, let us pray. Almighty Redeemer, we thank you for today. We say we love you. We thank you because you are good to us. You are kind. You are everything. We just want to say thank you. We just want to say Thank you, thank you, thank you for making us to be alive again today. It's not by our might. 
we ask and pray that even as we look into your word today, you give us understanding and burden our knowledge of you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Jeremiah 22, verse 1 to 12. The topic again is a city of paradoxes. I read, Thus said the Lord, Go down to the house of the king of Judah, and speak there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, O king of Judah, that sittest upon the throne of David, thou and thy servants, and thy people that enter in by the gate. Thus saith the Lord, execute judgment and righteousness, and deliver the spoiled out of the hand of the oppressor, and do no wrong, do no violence to the stranger, the fatherless, nor the widow, neither shed innocent blood in this place. For if ye do this thing indeed, then shall they enter in by the gate of this house. Kings sitting upon the throne of david riding in chariots and on horses he and his servants and his people but if you will not hear these words i swear by myself said the lord that this house shall become a desolation for thus said the lord unto the king's house of judah thou hast gilead unto me and the head of lebanon Yet surely I will make thee a wilderness, and cities which are not inhabited, and I will prepare destroyers against thee, every one with his weapons, and they shall cut down thy choice cedars, and cast them into the fire. And many nations shall pass by this city, and they shall say every man to his neighbor, Wherefore are the Lord done thirst unto this great city? Then they shall answer, because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord their God, and worshipped other gods and served them. Weep ye not for the dead, neither bemoan him, but weep sore for him that goeth away, for he shall return no more, nor see his native country. For thus saith the Lord, touching Shalom the son of Josiah, king of Judah, which reigned instead of Josiah his father, which went forth out of this place. He shall not return thither any more, but he shall die in the place whither they have led him captive, and shall see this land no more. That was Jeremiah chapter 22, verse 1 to 12. Our key verse today is verse 8. And many nations shall pass by this city, and they shall say every man to his neighbor, Wherefore are the Lord done thrust unto this great city? The fame of the city was to attract foreigners from far and near. The laws of God were to be the rule, ensuring justice and equity. But what happened? Great paradoxes. A city established to be great but was small. It was created to be populous but alas it was uninhabited. It was to be the center of commerce and economic wealth but it was characterized by joblessness and hunger. Rather than being secure and safe, killings and bloodshed filled the land. 
instead of obedience and the knowledge of God in the hearts of the rulers and the people. Ignorance, disobedience, and ungodliness prevailed. Cheating, oppression, and nepotism pervaded the land. This was a city which should be the center of innovation and attraction, but it was deserted and looted by visitors and onlookers. Her text depicts the story of a city forsaken by God because the rulers had refused to follow the Lord and to do the right thing by helping the poor and the vulnerable. God gave clear and explicit commandment to the kings but one after the other, they rejected him and his word. So they got a harvest of judgment and punishment. God hates disobedience and rebellion among his people. Whenever we ignore his commandments, we lose his fellowship and favor. Where we have been destined to enjoy a great and glorious life, there will be frustrations and failures. Where we should have where we should have made progress, we experience retrogression. Instead of peace and prosperity, we witness confusion and lack. Truthfully, the pathway to a life of continuous favor, abundance, and happiness is constant obedience to God and His Word. When we commit ourselves to living in obedience to His Word, we are guaranteed this unstable, His unstoppable favor blessing and prosperity when we commit ourselves to living in obedience to his word we are guaranteed the unstable favor blessing and prosperity thought for the day righteousness exalted in nature but a sin is a reproach to any people we should notice in the verse that god does not want us to disobey him and righteousness exalted nation sin is a reproach to many that statement is not a past or future condition but it is a current evaluation of our plight the verse does not say that our past righteousness will exalt us today or tomorrow nor does it say that our current sin will one day in the distant future be a reproach no the tense is clear that the righteousness of a nation exalts now and likewise the sin of a nation is a reproach now and we are not given a middle ground each nation is either one or the other but not both we can choose our own way or god's but not both we can ascend it to the mountain of god or stay in the valley but not both and this leaves us with an implied choice that any nation, no matter what era they are bettered, whoever you have, wherever you come from, we should remember that righteous causes, raises or falls by which it is today. So we should try as much as possible to live for God, obey him and do his will. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word today. We pray and ask that you give us victory today and help us to always be in daily obedience to your word in Jesus' name, to obey you regularly, to obey you daily, and know that righteousness exalts us. There is great gain 
in serving you, in obeying you, and being righteous. As we go about our activities today, dear Lord, we pray and ask that you strengthen us and you teach us your ways, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Help us to do your will at all times and give us the grace to always live according to your purpose and and live more abundantly with your grace in jesus name in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen